0: Ladies and gentlemen, tonight's show is brought to you through the support of Try Tie Tonight and Rainy Media and is scheduled for one fall, and it is to interview the former heavyweight champion of the world. First, heading to the ring, accompanying our challenger, they are the house band for life from the Dutch Hall. Mike, call me Marius Bo, and Dave, the Rooster Charters, they are Nocturnal Emission. Now introducing our challenger. He hails from Pine Grove, Ontario, weighing 190 pounds. He is the host of Live from the Dutch Hall and two-time President's Club Award winner, Leaping Pete Van Dyke. And now, ladies and gentlemen, our champion. He was born in Tehran, Iran, but now calls home the United States of America. He is an AAU champion, Olympian, WWF champion, WWE and NWA Hall of Famer, Hussein Khosraff el the Iron Sheik. Woo-hoo. Let's hear it for the Iron
1: Sheik.
0: Woo-hoo. Welcome to the show.
1: Great applause. All right,
0: great applause. Double applause for the good Iron crowd, Sheik. The yeah, Sheik. yeah a big it. crowd. Iron Sheik, do you have anything to say before we start the show? I'm
2: the Iron Sheik. You're listening to the Dutch Out. Oh.
0: All right, hit it, boys.
2: You nailed it, though.
0: And our sound guy hit the mark perfectly at the end. Well
1: done, well done.
0: Welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. This is probably one of the most exciting shows that we've ever put together, but it is also one of the most technologically advanced shows that we've ever tried, (laughs) and uh, if you know anything about this program, you know that us and technology have proven to be uh, complete um, enemies of one another. We do not get along very well, and any time I've been asked to handle the technology, I've uh, made a mess of it. And uh, so, it, this has been no example. We we made a deal with the audience uh, a while back on the program where we said that we would uh, do one show a month in 2015. We would do one show a month in uh, uh, on the road. We would go out on the road and do one show a month. So in the, in uh, January, we did uh, Leamington, live from Leamington. It was a great, great show.
3: show. Tomato right. Town.
0: Tomato Town, yeah, and a couple of great guests and great guys uh, down, there. down there. And uh, so this month, we... Uh, got uh, a message from one of our listeners, the kosher pork chop. And uh, he made, uh, we said, I reached out to him saying, do you think uh, Kingston would be a good uh, place for us to go? Because I knew we had some listeners up there. And uh, I'd never been to Kingston, so I thought it'd be a good opportunity. So I reached out to him and he said, well, why don't you, I got a better thing for you. Why don't you come down and see The Iron Sheik? Because he's coming down to do a a movie and he knew we had talked about The Iron Sheik on the program before. And he said, the Iron Sheik's come down to promote his new documentary. Why doesn't Life in the Dutch Hall come up and we'll just, uh, we'll make a show of it. So I said, great. I said, it sounds right. perfect. I, you know, being a wrestling fan uh, as a child and growing up, uh, watching the Iron Sheik and like fearing them and, 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 you know, and being a, uh, kind of a super fan as a kid, you know, yeah. I thought, well, what a great opportunity to meet the Sheik, right? Who so didn't
3: put the camel clutch on their best buddy, you know, in the schoolyard. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You you, you, you would, uh, always, uh, you know, when you're playing the e- good versus evil, the evil was always the chic, you yeah. know, he he played the greatest heel of all times. So for me, it was like a no brainer. Yeah. I'll go see the chic and then we'll do a show at one of our listeners houses or whatever. And then it would work out. And then th- they kept, uh, upping the, the pot, you know, they said, Hey Pete, we got you a, a press pass. You can go to the, go to the, uh, as a member of the media through live from the Dutch <laughs> hall, you can go and be, uh. Uh, interview the sheik. you can be part of the press conference right so I said oh great and I was picturing a press conference you know like, so anyhow we'll get into that a bit later but the, the whole thing the whole thing came from the listeners is what I wanted to say and uh, so it, if it wasn't for the deal I made to the crowd to the audience of live from the Dutch Hall uh, we never would have had the opportunity to uh, to do such a thing so Uh, I would say that it's this whole uh, opportunity to have a great champion like the Iron Sheik on our program here uh, live from the Dutch Hall is a result of feedback. We got feedback. So let's just play it.
1: We got feedback. Feedback. (laughs) You missed your cue. Uh, you didn't even play. You didn't even play. <laughs> no, I did yeah, I, I blew it. Part. And then you was mi- like, "Where's the high part?" Feedback.
4: <laughs> 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 there it
1: is. There's I a tried. lot of disappointed,
0: uh, disappointed audience it. members out there. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time not calling them listeners because I've done it for so long. But there's some people watching us on YouTube. Some viewers, now. yeah, viewers now, and a lot of our feedback this week is brought is comes from that. So uh, feedback uh, we got feedback this week is brought to you by our sponsors. Our sponsors, uh, we have our good friends at VG Meats. If you'd like to go on Live from the Dutch Hall's website, www.livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on the coupon that VG Meats always gives me to put up there, you can click on that, print it out, and uh, bring it into any of the VG Meats locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and you can cash it in for some good uh, deals on delicious great meat. delicious meat. You know. Also, if you want to support the show, go on uh, the Live from the Dutch Hall website and click on the Amazon banners. Uh, you have, there's a Canadian one and an American one for American listeners. And you can uh, uh, do your shop in there, and some of the money will come back to help the show.
3: Yeah, I got something to share with you real quick.
0: Please do, Dave.
3: I uh, I recently started collecting records, right? Yes. But I didn't have a record player, as you well know. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, I went online and bought a record player.
0: Yes? And On Amazon?
3: No, not on Amazon. I had to buy it oh. from the website of the people who sold it. Oh, okay. And it's a decent record player. I was pretty jacked, and it showed up at my house. And uh, guess what? The record player doesn't have a preamp built in. So oh. I can't just plug it into my system because it doesn't have a, pre, a preamp with it. Right. Didn't do my research, right? Do you think I felt like a shavetail tail Louie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Shaved tail Louie? But you I'd know what I that. did? What? I went
3: on Live from the Dutch Hall website. I clicked yeah. on the Amazon banner and I found a preamp, beautiful preamp, shipped to my door in two days. No way. Yep, right on Amazon.ca. Really, what a, what a great website! And it came. And I got to you? there from live, live from the Dutch Hall. Yeah. And that's exactly be, what I needed.
0: That actually might be what puts me over the top to get my first ever check from Amazon.com. I'm really close. I'm really, really close.
3: I'm happy to, to getting my, to my first out. check.
0: You need a hundred bucks, eh, to get a check? Oh yeah. yeah. You can get like money from them, but you, uh, ten bucks at a time. But it, I don't. I I didn't want that. You know, in Amazon coupons or whatever they give you. Like I wanted it in a check so I could hold it up. Yeah. I can take a picture of myself with the check. I can put it on my Twitter. And everyone can see that I've made big money, 100 bucks.
3: Can I you ask don't... for a giant check? I,
0: I, no, I don't know if That'd I can. Awesome. You should. You
1: I put sh- it up in the hall.
3: I should. I those big giant checks.
0: Speaking of which, if you look at, this is the behind me, my backdrop that is behind me on Live from the Dutch Hall is the wall of fame on Live from the Dutch Hall. We've got great guests that we used to have on the show. We have on uh, Fred Eaglesmith. We mm. have uh, Lucas Wilson. We have uh, Crown the Lion over well, there. A uh,
1: couple good looking men in that picture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and today, That's you'll notice funnilly. over my shoulder... There he is, the Iron Sheik. We have the Iron Sheik that's joined us the because he's uh, he's uh, now a, a been a, a guest is on that our autographed? program. Yeah, it's autographed. It says right on it. What does it say, Pete? It says, to Pete, uh, good luck at the Dutch Hall uh, from Sheik. That's and cool. it says, uh, WWE champion, number one. Number one. Number one. He made number sure one.
1: that number one was put in at the end because he is number one.
0: Yeah, he is number one. So, anyways, go on there and you can support our sponsors. I already mentioned uh, Try Thai Tonight, but I'd like to mention him as many times as possible. If you'd like to uh, go on there, Try Thai Tonight's a great new sponsor of our show. And uh, Chef Jean will come to your house. Uh, She is right from the country of Thailand, so she is well aware of uh, the the intricacies of making Thai food because it's what she grew up eating, you know? It's not like uh, somebody that went to a weekend course learn how to make Thai food and comes to your house and then tries to regurgitate the lesson that they got. This is a person.
3: This is authentic Thai food It comes from
0: mama's kitchen, from grandma's kitchen, from right to your kitchen. And she will come in. She does all the cooking, all the cleanup. And she, uh, and, and, uh,
3: cleanup
1: even. Oh yeah. And she teaches you the techniques,
0: uh, that comes from uh, her family and and her traditions. So it's a great opportunity if you want to do it. It's a great way to uh, spruce up your dinner party. So try tie tie try tie tonight. www.trytie tonight. It's a Delicious com. mouthful. Easy to try, not easy to try. Do you try. know how to spell tie, Dave? If you're going to put it in, should I spell it for the people that are too stupid to know how to spell tie? <laughs> it's Maybe with an H. There's an H in it. It's not. Oh, it's not, it's not T-I-E. It's Thai. No, it's not T-I-E like a tie in your neck. It's a T-H-A-I. Try oh. tie tonight like that. So I'm glad we straightened that out. Yeah. So, anyways, we have tried today tonight, and uh, so uh, we would like to thank our new list, our new audience members, and I can I track by our listeners. We have new listeners this week from San Diego, California. Oh,
1: whale's vagina.
0: Whale's vagina, exactly. <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. Saint Thomas, Ontario. Jerseyville, Ontario, and Franklin, Tennessee. Those are new listeners from this Tennessee. week. Let's give them a round of applause, Adam, right, if you don't our, mind.
4: All right. right. Nice. Great
3: Good sipping whiskey down there in Tennessee, right? Eh? Yep. Oh,
0: yeah. Tennessee sipping whiskey comes from, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, and this week's Listener of the Week is a man who I mentioned last week should be the Listener of the Week. He's never been named Listener of the Week, but he gave us some more great feedback this week. So I said, it's about time we named him Listener of the Week. So let's get ready and give a big round of applause for Listener of the Week this week, uh, Willie, Van Dyke. Oh, Willie Van Dyke. Oh, super fan.
4: Congratulations.
0: And judging by my uh, ratings on our first uh, video episode, I think that most of my family has listened. So if you're surprised that, uh, I think it's only my family that's listened, that's watched or listened, but if they, it, if you're surprised, it's because, uh, uh, that I've asked a family member, it's because he deserves it. It's not because he's a nepotism. It's not because he's my father, but it's because he's given me great feedback over the weeks and months and, uh. This is no exception. He watched my dad. He listens to every episode, and he also uh, watched the uh, YouTube channel. He watched the first episode that's been released, "The Wheel of Filth." He watched all three parts. How's he? Yeah, and he How's got back to me with some feedback. And his feedback this week is this: feed charters before the show. He said. <laughs> <laughs> he goes. Uh, you can see the man wasting away, is what he said. And if he's eating right in the microphone, he's always chewing. He's in the background eating a banana, like. So- <laughs> And I said, it's kind of Charter's bit. It was his bit, you know? And he's like, it was wow, night. it's uh, disgusting to watch the guy eat all the time. You, know? uh, you failed.
3: You didn't feed me before the show. I did. So this time. You gave uh, me a water. And, no, you didn't give me anything today.
0: You didn't? No. I gave you everything. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. Why don't you have a nice little bit of water there? Right. Fill your belly up with that. Well, Do you have more snacks to ruin the show with? No. I didn't no. Make anyways the other uh, feedback we got a lot of feedback this week about the youtube channel if you go onto uh, life in the dutch all's youtube channel you can subscribe there we've got some of you guys who have subscribed already this week so thank you very much to all those who have the th- i got one feedback here i'm going to read from a listener he, he threw so much into it i'm going to throw them all in one he goes love the hd video which does not stand for haitian dwarf i think that's high definition oh he meant but awesome also, Julie is hot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Was she like our like, guest
0: Julie Sties? And your brother seems like more of a field Negro, as you would say. Eh? <laughs> He's pretty funny, though. That's what he said. And uh, I agreed with him. Yes, uh, my brother. If if we were trying to play the game where we are in slave culture and we were both in the slave uh, plantation or whatever... <laughs> I would most likely be helping out in the house, and my brother would be uh, picking cotton in the field, right? <laughs> this is not something that... <laughs>
3: he's would, going for it.
0: Yeah, and, and by the way, my brother, the bartender, is supposed to be here today, but he is uh, he is in the hospital. He's injured in a horrible work injury, and uh, so we don't know how he's doing. We're a little concerned of him, so uh, thoughts and prayers. Oh, thoughts yeah. And thoughts and prayers, and yeah. prayers yeah. go out Absolutely. to our bartender, Paul Van Dyke, who is uh, ready to introduce a, a great segment on future episodes called The Drink of the Week. He's coming prepared. This week's drink was uh, supposed to be called a camel clutch.
1: We're gonna try one. Um,
0: I had mine with Adam Hill because he had such a rough time at the beginning <laughs> oh, of it. Adam Hill right. or a new uh, he needed our to our to board calm guy. his nerves. A bit. Yeah, I want to just thank him for the job well done. I'm gonna try a well camel
1: clutch. So why don't you try a camel cheers. clutch? Well, cheers what for we? it. Charge you can just imagine water.
0: what it was like if you were a heathen. Maybe that you were, if you're going to hell.
1: That could make me humble. It's very good. <laughs> I think that made me humble. <laughs>
0: Another piece of Ooh. feedback I got—it was just a one-liner from a fan about our, our new YouTube uh, show, and it says, "Your live show kicks ass." So yeah. let's thank you Hell to yeah, everyone. That's, that's a nice that's, a, those are the highlights from the week. Let's thank everyone that's given feedback. Uh, we got feedback this week. Thank you very much to everyone that. <laughs> that <looks great. laughs> so there's just one other person to thank, and uh, that's the guy that's been with us since the very beginning of the show, and we <laughs> like to mention him every week on feedback. We got feedback, and that is our good buddy, the Haitian dwarf. And uh, can you play that theme song, the Haitian Dwarf theme song? We'll tell you when to cut it out because it's dirty.
1: It gets uh, it's rude.
0: filthy. <laughs> you you want to sing it?
4: Hi ho. ho, ho it's it's, Here it's we go. Take two minutes see your tits. Hi ho! Hi ho! What? There, there you go. Stopped it. Job. Great job. All right.
0: Very good. Haitian dwarf gave us his feedback this week. Five stars. Five stars. Another week with five stars. He said another fine episode. Thanks, guys. Is it just me or was the video podcast just a little too good? Oh. Wow. Those boys at from Rady Media, which I think is a disrespect to our 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 uh, our lovely camerawoman Holly who's sitting here. and they yeah. said those boys did a good job. Well, Holly also did a good That's job.
3: That's right. It's, yes, sec- it's sexist. It is sexist. Haitian
0: dwarf. Come just on. so you know, there is. There is Holly. The better on board. word
3: would have been people.
0: People, the team. <laughs> the team. The crew. The Rainy Media team. The you know the yeah. the fantastic uh, culmination of of giants or whatever you want to do. We boost them up. The boys at Rainy Media really have their poop together. Looking forward to hearing about the Iron Sheik this week, and we're not going to let you down, Haitian Dwarf. Thanks for listening, and thanks for giving back to us every getting back to us every week. Love you, buddy. Give, give him a round of applause there, Hill. All right. <laughs> All right, now follow me on Twitter, at Dutch Hall on Twitter. You can like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, or uh, or you can subscribe on our brand new YouTube page, and uh, keep uh, supporting the show. Thank you very much to everyone who supports the show.
3: Uh, YouTube's a good place to leave feedback too. You can leave comments on the videos. That's a good place to collect feedback. Yeah, you,
0: you can
1: like them.
3: You can like it. Yeah,
0: it's mm-hmm. another place where I can get feedback. There's, there's, uh, so far no comments on the video. So even if you just wanted to go on there and put first, that's a big thing. People go first. Yeah. Well, first I got all those man. videos. Someone yeah. can go first, first on all comment. of them. They can feel like a real big hero. <laughs> so why don't you try that? Get some, get some, uh, some firsts out there. It is
1: a real treat to subscribe to it. You might as well do that too.
0: Yeah. So, anyways, here we are driving up to our our, our second road show of two thousand fifteen. Driving up to Kingston, Ontario, and uh, the first road show I went with my wife. It was uh, it was more of a uh, romantic affair, I'd say. We went, uh, did the show, we uh, made some sausage with a nice Italian family, and then we went and had a great great night dinner and uh, and a podcast, and uh, it was it was fun. And next day we went to a winery. It was beautiful, romantic. But This one, I'm thinking road show real old fashioned road show with the team with the boys from life in the dutch hall we're going up to kingston so i get on my ro- i get my nocturnal emissions together i get them to, i i say we're going on a road trip i got mike bow in there i got dave charters in there what could be better we're going on the road with the show and i got my be- i got the main contributors to my program coming with me all planned out i got the kosher pork chop to buy us three tickets for the movie event and all that stuff what a he does great guy it. yeah great guy great guy and then uh then what happened was, I think at the 11th hour, I get a call from uh, the Rooster Dave Charters, right? Who I'm staring at right in the face right now. And uh, he's, he tells me he can't come. He, he pulls the rug out from under me, right? Is that Would you like to explain to the, the people at home
3: why? That is what happened. And I'll tell the people at home the same thing I told you. I had something very important to do that day. And you might argue that going to see the Sheik is very important, which it is. It is. But I had something more important to do. What was it? My second oldest boy had a big cub car rally that day. Oh, yes. He won uh, first place in his local...
0: Actually, did he really? Win first he won first place?
3: He won. first place in his local cub car uh, thing, and then this was like a bunch of uh, cub groups together, like hundreds of cars.
1: <laughs> they brought in some ringers.
3: And uh, so I went with him to support him in a big event. He's very excited, and he ended up finishing eighth place, and now he's going to the... Cub car some regional moves on there next get it up for jonah big day for jonah big day big day day. eighth place
0: well i have to say dave uh you might have told me that story before but i I just wasn't listening because it wasn't about me (laughs) um but uh but no it sounds like obviously you know it was um uh you know obviously family comes first you know what i'm saying you know like you gotta you gotta do that sort of thing i don't fault you for it you're a good family man and Uh, you're going to heaven and all that stuff, you know, you, you, I'm trying. Yeah. You, and and plus being a staunch Catholic, you know, you don't have the, you know, the recreational uh, sex that uh, the rest of us get to have, you know? (laughs) So all the simple pleasures in life that you can enjoy are things like the cup car rally and stuff like that. So I don't want to take that from you. You know, I don't want to take that from you. It's all you got, but I got to tell you, I was disappointed because, you know, it was a big event. We have a chance to talk to the iron Sheik. He's a, he's a great champion. He, we've never had a guest as accomplished as the Iron Sheik on the show.
3: It's a big deal. So
0: anyways, we had up, me and Mike. We got a we, we had up on the road. It was a four hour drive, give or take, right? Give yeah, or take great from home. drive.
1: Nice day for a drive it was. Right. Beautiful. Now we were
0: thinking we we're gonna go just for the movie. Uh and then afterwards there was like a Q and A and we were hoping to get in the Q and A and then maybe see if we could like Fan, you know, just weasel ourselves in to see the chic Well, then they said, well, you can come to this press conference. Well, the press conference was at two o'clock in the afternoon. So me and Mike leave early in the morning so we can get, be up there in lots of time. Mm-hmm. But you run into a few things, traffic, getting gas, and all that nonsense. And then we, so we end up getting there probably about quarter to two.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, somewhere in there.
0: So we head up to the, uh, we head upstairs, the second floor of this hotel. And we come into the, the hotel, and right away we look into the press room where they're all set up with the lights and the cameras and stuff like that, and we can see a guy in there. Me and Mike can see a guy in there, and we're carrying all our gear. Is it pretty busy? Like you're no, it's no, pretty dead.
1: 20 people.
0: Yeah, it's pretty dead. And I look in the room, and I can see this guy, and I look to Mike, and I say to him, I go, hey, that guy, uh, I think I know that guy. Yeah, I go, I think I might have went to high school with him or something. That's you know? exactly what you said. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you look like a guy him? that was like a few years older than me in high school. Maybe I'd just seen him around the hallways, and I... He's somewhere in my memory, but I don't remember why I know him or whatever, you know, but I saw that guy. And so anyways, me and Mike go and we put our stuff down. We kind of look around. We're trying to find the guy that told us we're supposed to be there. Some other guy comes up to us, asking us who we are. And we say, we're, we're, uh, live from the Dutch hall. We were invited by, uh, this, uh, Jeff fellow that to uh, be there. And, uh, he says, oh, great. And he, with him is this other guy, that guy that I thought I knew. And then uh, he introduced him. This is Bill Walishka. You know, and uh, I'm like, oh, Bill Walishka And the name sounds familiar to me. And then, uh, so Bill Walishka, I don't know if you remember him. If you, you can Google him. Don't want Google him now. Right. They'll probably Google him, right? But people at home can Google Bill Welishka. Yeah, it's, it's spelled a weird way, Wellishka, like W-E-L something Y-CHA or something, right? <laughs> Welishka. Anyway, You'll find a, it.
1: He might be a Pollock. <laughs> Put it in how you think
0: it sounds and Google will say, do you mean Bill Walishka And I'm, and unfortunately, you did, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, Bill Walishka as was a he used to be like a VJ on Much Music for years. So, if you're like uh, yeah. if you watched Much Music about twenty years ago, you probably remember Bill Walishka. He uh, did like a lot of interviews, like the Stramonopolis there uh, yeah. at oh, yeah. at, uh, um, at Much Music. Anyways, now he's working for uh, <laughs> the the morning uh, TV Kingston, show yeah. in Kingston. Right, he's a he's the morning TV. Kingston uh, A.M. Or oh, like what Kingst- have yeah, you. Kingston Cable. Yeah, yeah, like good, Something? like uh, yeah. It's like the C.K.A.M. or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or, yeah. whatever you know, some sort of morning show. Like
1: C.H.C.H. Ten. Right nice. in Kingston.
0: So Walechka gets introduced to us. They go, "This is Bill Walishka. I reach out my hand, I shake his uh, uh, clammy hand, <laughs> and uh, it's very sweaty. And I say to him, uh, "I say, hi, I'm Pete Van Dyke." And then uh, this is uh, my associate, Mike Bow,
1: <laughs> and he shakes Mike's hand. Did you find it to be greasy? Also very... Uh, it was a weak, clammy, oh. female-like hand, I must say.
0: Yeah, No, you know, it's not... <laughs> I can't say... He probably didn't do a lot of manual labor in his life. I'm, so he's got soft hands. Anyhow, uh, Wilischka says to us, where are you boys from? We say, uh, Norfolk County, Delhi. Right? And he says, where's that? He has no idea. And uh, and by the way, I checked his Wikipedia page, and Bill Wilischka does have a Wikipedia page. No oh, way. Which is...
3: uh real extensive Wikipedia page
0: yeah it's pretty extensive considering I have no Wikipedia page and uh <laughs> but anyways uh Bill Wilisca comes in I'll tell a little story you t- I'll tell you how it went down Dave you tell me what you think all right, right. okay he says where are you guys from we said Delhi he goes where's that and I said well it's like two hours south of Toronto you just drive to the south of Ontario right to the uh, North Shore of Lake Erie and you've kind of hit us and he goes south of Toronto like, he doesn't know there's anything <laughs> south of Toronto. Yeah,
3: isn't that just the lake? Isn't that Even lake though, Ontario south of Toronto? What do you mean?
1: Yeah, the lake's there. so He, he also makes that end. sour face. Like, <laughs> yeah. that exists? Uh-huh? He
3: doesn't know. He's from Welland. He was born in Welland, for heaven's
0: sakes. So right down the road from us, the numbskull. Anyways, so he says, uh, uh, so that's it. And he goes, what station are you guys from? And we say, live from the Dutch Hall. Yeah. And he goes, uh, he looks like, what's that? Yeah. And, and we said, uh, it's a podcast. And he goes, oh. And then walks away.
1: Sloughs us off. What? Slops us off. Yeah, right not right away. not
0: nice to meet you. Walk away. Not uh oh, like how's that going for you? Walk away or whatever. Not you know. Like, oh, you're it's a like me- oh, I gotta go. Member nice to... the media and
3: nothing. Nice to meet you. It's how's...
0: oh, with a with a look on his face like disgust and <laughs> walks greasy away.
1: Hair and his...
3: Like he's some sort of television prima donna or something. <laughs> like
0: yeah, I look at him. I look at him, and he looks at me, and we're both looking at each other like. Uh, you know what? This is $50 right here. This is $50. And I know my Lenten promise to Jesus is to, that I'm not going to swear on this program. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I will give this $50. This is 10 swears. This is 10 swear words that I'm allowed to say oh, if I swear. give this to, to Our Lady Queen of Martyrs yeah. in Great Delhi. Try. So I'm putting that right on the table right now. If you guys can help me count how many I'm going to swear. <laughs> because I don't know how to do this with Bill Walishka without saying the odd curse word. Because... He's a real fucking dick. Like, he really is, <laughs> Bill Wilischka. Like, I don't understand how uh, you think yeah. that you go from working in a Toronto market, much music is a great job. There's yeah. not, I'm not going to uh, Sure, yeah. yeah. Know, 20, years, 20 years ago, that was great. Right. You know, he accomplished what he wanted. You, okay. Yeah, but right now, you're you're playing a morning market to about 140,000 people as your total market. Yeah, what's the station again? We don't even know. I don't know. even know. You can't New, even remember New New the thing? name of it's it. It's called uh, New Day,
1: whatever. Kingston AM. I don't know what it's called. It's in that...
0: We'll get it'll, it'll we'll figure it out later. But it doesn't matter. It's some shitty yeah. morning. That's two. Yeah, that's two. We're up to two. Two, uh, morning show, and uh, th- the thing about it is, is you need that-
3: to tune in at, a, at whatever time it's on, probably to watch it. Yeah. And you have to live in Kingston. Yes.
0: You have to live in yes. Kingston. Yes. You have to live Yeah. In you Kingston. have to live in Kingston. Watch that morning show, and then you can see if wow. you just choose like- out of those 145,000 people, you choose to watch <laughs> Bill Willishka's program, and you think. He's not a horrible person for me to look at on the TV. I actually don't mind sitting through this nonsense that this guy's putting out. Then you can stay, and that's your market, right? Yeah. So, I, and judging by our reaction from the people in the great oh, city of Kingston. Beautiful city. I don't <laughs> like think a lot of people are too happy to see him. I think they're for, he's forced upon them. I don't think he fits with them. No. And uh, so, Wilishka, we're, we're already in a bad mood about fucking Walishka three, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Walishka. Walishka. So I gotta w- say
1: fuck Walishka as well. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, that's it. So Walishka sits there, treats us like that, and then goes and does his thing. Well we're sitting out we're sitting out there now he the people in the uh in the room, yeah. like the people that are managing the sheik, like, like um yeah, yeah. I, I should I should I should go back. We're sitting out there waiting after we're kind of stewing about Walishka, right? Treating <laughs> us like funny. garbage. Yeah. We're like, what are you talking that's about? Exactly you should be nice is. to us. Like we're we're gonna have three and a half Billion people, Wiliska. Yeah. You know, you with that. What's the internet? Yeah, we got right. everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you have just a small little pond. You know, you might be the biggest uh, fish in that. But I, we're like a tiny little fish in the internet. We could get bigger every day. You know, like we got we have lots of room to grow. It's like a goldfish in a tank. You can yeah. only grow as big. Where as are you as going? Right. I'm in the ocean. Yeah. You know the internet.
3: Where's he going? Is what I mean. Yeah.
0: You can't get any Where bigger, Bell. In? You're in Kingston. You're at the top. Of what you're going to do? You're just getting greasier and yeah. sweatier. That's <laughs> yeah. all you're going to do. he is right. So, anyways, Walishka is uh, it really got a burn in my uh, butt at that point in time. But then all of a sudden we can hear from like downstairs, we hear this yeah. booming voice of the Iron Sheik. We can hear it uh, yes. coming up. So Mike and I are like, you know, he start to get nerves, eh? Yeah. Like you starts yeah, to yeah. get a little butterflies. Little butterflies, butterflies yeah. We can hear the voice of the Sheik, and he's yelling at people down the lobby. But you can hear him on the second floor, and it's like a real commotion, right? And so Mike and I are kind of nervous. The people come up to us, and they're like, uh, they're like, okay, you're, we got good morning. Whatever, Kingston yeah. coming on first, and then you guys are up, right?
3: Is that Wileshka Willis- yeah. going first? Yeah, that's yeah. Will- you're, of you're course first. Well,
0: the, the whole setup there, like the whole <laughs> camera setup and everything, like when, when the sheet came to Kingston, he's saying, well, okay, I want to promote my movie. He's got to have the biggest media he can have. So he's got, um, like the morning show was the, was the biggest media that came out. So that was his big, he's figuring, okay, this is my big act, my big market to, to promote to, yeah. to. So he pulls out all those big tricks for, for that particular interview, and that was the big first interview. So we all stood by and watched the television show do their thing. Mike and I were actually on the t- on TV, right? We yeah, got, we got, we got on oh, cool. we got on that uh, TV program. We got back to the hotel room and we watched us on TV as part of uh, a program. <laughs> we, they went, we did, yeah, they went yeah. up
3: from one hundred forty-five uh, viewers to one hundred forty-seven. Forty-seven. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We That's had to great. give a hell yeah. Yeah, great. we had
0: to do... A, it was a stage thing. We had to do it after the fact, too, because the Sheik yells out, give me a hell yeah, and then we have to, like, uh, like repeat it. Like, thrust our arms it. in the air oh, and yeah. say, hell yeah. yeah! It was real cheesy. It was really cheesy. <laughs> yeah. And it was a total cutaway. It didn't really even match, no. you know? But anyways, it we were on TV. What do you expect? Morning? Yeah. I got so excited to be on, like, morning TV. I, <laughs> that, as I just trashed like. him for doing that. for what a douche. Him. Anyways, yeah, he is yeah. a douche. So, uh, uh, <laughs> uh... Good morning. uh uh So, we go up there, and... uh the sh- so they're setting up for the um, for the morning show, and we're sitting there watching it. And Walishka is what I think, and you you agree with me, Mike? I agree 100%. He was, uh, he, 100%. was uh, he was he uh, was laughing at the sheik. He thought it was a joke. You know, he thought the guy was uh, uh, you know like a novelty act, like just some guy out there to like you know start getting crazy and shouting out obscenities, and then he would like say it's all foolish and he's above that or whatever, right? But if you really pay attention at all right. to the Iron to the Sheik legend or the career of the Iron Sheik most of what he he talks about the same thing over and over and over again he doesn't um, his his if you go to watch on YouTube you look at old promos for the Iron Sheik when he was wrestling most of his bits were talking about how he's an accomplished athlete you know how he is not um one of these like bodybuilder wrestlers who look good but can't can't actually, actually fight yeah, or he's wrestle a he's a real fighting machine and he's going to take all those guys down he used to have these things called the persian clubs and yeah. he would he would uh these 70 pound two big 70 pound like kind of like uh they kind of look like all oh, buoys that would be yeah. out in the water yeah. but they it's have handles guy. on them and they're like 70 pound weights and he would be able to just kind of swing them over his head like this and it takes an incredible amount yeah. of like back strength and wrist strength Core. he's a real and- specimen yeah, and he and that when he goes to the gym, that's all he does is these stupid things, right? So his muscle memory is based on you know doing this exercise, and so he tried to get all the muscle head wrestlers of the day to come out and try to compete with him on the uh, Persian club thing, and so he, the guys the guys all about his pride, you know, like he's a, if you follow the sheik's career at all, he's all about pride. So when you're up there laughing at him, you know, like you come across in the sheik's word, it's like a real jabroni willishka yeah. real jabroni that's a nice way of saying it and so when i was uh trying to watch this and mike too we are both kind of upset by it we're like i don't think you're doing it right meanwhile we didn't know what the heck we were doing <laughs> we didn't know we, we were just told you're up you're up next right and then uh so we said okay we're up next like uh like a sit down like and they said yeah you you're sitting down with the iron cheek and we we're like oh well you had no idea we thought we we're going to a press conference you put your microphone up on the on a podium and yeah, yeah like
3: a media scrum. What a surprise, eh?
0: Yeah, so they're like, you got minutes with Jackpot. the sheik. So we're while we're watching this too, we're like, what are we gonna do? Yeah, like we don't we uh kind of an idea, but we don't really know. Yeah. So we talked a little bit on the ride up. Mike had been reading the Wikipedia page to me. We
1: Did our research. Yeah. We respect the sheik.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we're like, we gotta make this good, and we had to have a bit of a strategy. So we had like three or four points we needed to get through. We
1: had goals, yeah. And
0: then uh, during the luck, so when it was, when New Day was done, um. Then this other guy went up. He was called up, t- and he was doing a podcast too. And he did kind of word associations with the wrestlers. Like, yeah, wrestlers' names. He'd say like Brock Lesnar, and then they would be. He would she would give his opinion of them. You know, he'd he say Ric Flair yeah. and you know, respect or, or Jabroni, so right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. kind of thing. Anyways, that's what the guy did. So that was. So they said, okay, that's it, just the two. And then they're like, no, there's another one. And I spoke up and said, we're the other one, right? And meanwhile, there's this kid getting dressed up into a Ric Flair costume. You know. And they go, no, he's the other one. And I said, no, no, we're we're up.
3: Yeah, we're live from the Dutch Hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're here.
0: So they go, okay, you go, you go first then, because that kid wants to go last because right. he thinks he's gonna upset the Iron Sheik because he's got this bit He's <laughs> got this Ric Flair outfit on. So it. I won't get into what our I won't get into our interview till we show it. This is in the next segment. But what I will tell you about Ric Flair, the Ric Flair bit. So we did our interview and uh, it went great. We're gonna see it in a bit, but the. Uh, the, um, then this kid came up, the Ric Flair and the Ric Flair outfit. And now I was really freaking out cause all of our audio was lost and we had, yeah. uh, I was, so, I was in the corner of the room, like having a bit, bit of, of a no. cry, you know, oh, like a bit of like, yeah. oh, I'm the stupidest <laughs> what have guy. I done. Collie told me twice to press it, yeah. to press the button. <laughs> and if I only, only we just listened to Holly. <laughs> <laughs> but we screwed it up. I mean, we really screwed it up. It was left to me again to handle technology and I messed it up. So I was having a bit of a fit, but I could hear that it was going on. You saw it. Did you see it? Yeah. So the guy came in like Ric Flair dressed it. up a young kid right He was like um wooing an Iron Sheik's face and saying he's the best and Iron Sheik's nothing and stuff like that and, and he had the
1: whole uh, like uh the whole coat on like the house the purple coat oh, yeah, and the yeah. hair and everything He yeah, yeah. did the spin Yeah yeah, yeah.
0: and all what the Iron, the Iron Sheik just did like uh he just said like so who are you uh right that you rick flair you know
4: <laughs> yeah like,
1: very he goes, calmly like yeah
0: well, he goes why well, you have a seat yeah. i have a seat right yeah. and then he's like where are you what's your story kid you know like what's your yeah. I wanted to actually talk to him yeah yeah he was now interviewing the kid Like it was yeah. actually better than i would wish that would have that, that that's a great thing that happened to you right yeah. but the kid instead of being like sticking to his bit which was like i'm gonna anger the chic he's got he was like uh uh, I was just really trying this. i know, disrespect. He was humbled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was humbled. He yeah.
1: totally flipped and he was just a nice, like had a little chat with him.
0: Took all the steam out of him. Yeah. Took all the steam out of the kid. And then the kid just ended up like really liking the guy. Cause I, it turns out he's actually, uh, even though he plays the villain, he's right. actually quite a uh, pussycat, right? Yeah. He's really a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. down. Yeah. Anyways. So that's, that's, that was the lead up to our interview. But so our interview, interview comes, they, the other guys there, okay, you guys are up. You have three minutes, right? And that brings us to the Iron Sheik interview. So three without minutes. without further ado, what we're going to do right now is unveil the much-anticipated, live-from-the-Dutch-Hall Iron Sheik interview, and it's coming to you r- right after these words from Try-Tie Tonight. <laughs> right? Hey, now. Right. <laughs> Try-Tie Tonight at www.trytietonight.com. So without further ado, I would like to present to you Live from the Dutch Hall's interview with the great, the Iron Sheik. Welcome everyone to Live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. And today we have the biggest guest that Live from the Dutch Hall has ever ever had, the great champion. We've had on CFL champions, we've had on hockey champions, we've had on lots of great champions, but never have we had a champion as decorated and as well world, world-renowned as our guest here today. AAU champion from 1971, and a Greco-Roman Olympian representing the great
2: country of Iran. Uh, no, we, I want to I correct Oh, you know, yeah, am
0: I reason, wrong? It or no? I can't, I have better eyes than that other guy <laughs> yeah. Can you pause it there, Hill? So there you go, at the very beginning of the interview you, you notice, and uh, so I sat down with the Sheik what we did was, we were thrown in they said, how many questions you got? and we said, I don't have any questions You are know, thrown to the wolves You know, I, uh, I said, uh, just, you let me go and then tell me when it's time to quit and they said, okay, three minutes is what they said three minutes, because they had a radio station to go to so I said, all right, uh, so I started with the introduction, and my my strategy was, let's pump the cheeks tires. We want to make sure, I've heard enough of him in the promos, I've heard him on Howard Stern, I've watched him on countless interviews, you know. And uh, he always says the same speech, and it's trying to boost up his accomplishments in life. So I'm like, we're going to pump his tires, gain his trust, show that we respect him as for what he's done in life. So I tried to do that by boosting up his resume, and the sheet gets me. He thinks I got it a little bit wrong, and I did. I said he was was an Olympian representing the great country of Iran, which he did. He did represent Iran in the Olympics uh, as a wrestler. But he was proud because he was an Olympic champion representing the United States in Munich, Germany, right? Ah. And uh, he also was a champion representing the United States in college where right. he won a college AAU, A-A-U. AAU championship. Yeah. Very so proud one, of that. One of the bits that the Iron Sheik does when he does – and you'll see him if you watch him on uh, any of the sh- the shows he's done in the past, like um, his big show. And he did it for Walishka too. He said uh, – He said, This is my biggest show. So he brings out his medal, his medal from the AAU Championship. Mm -hmm. So when he starts seeing that I'm boosting up his past accomplishments, the Sheik uh, reaches into his pocket and pulls out the medal, which he didn't do for the previous guy. And so I was like, Oh, I get the medal. Like, this is the medal that he handed to all these people in history. You know, like you've seen him wearing it uh, when he was doing his wrestling promos and he would make people read it then, you know, like on. And he, he, I've seen him on Stern hand him the medal, making Stern read it. Yep. And, and, uh, so, uh, Willishka read it poorly. He, he, is a man in his, uh, late forties, I'd say easily, right?
1: But he reads like he's, he's in his, uh, late seventies, I would say. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, Willishka is, he's a vain guy. And so when Welishka was asked to read the medal, he's a emerging press biop, Dave. That's what I learned from my wife, emerging press biop. And so uh, it means he can't see. He's nearsighted. He's starting yeah. to lose his vision, right? Yeah. It is, and it happens to all of us you know, in, in advanced age, right? So Wilishka, uh was too vain, too pretty, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, to, to pull into his pocket a pair of glasses and read the medal. Yeah. So instead, he, would, he sat there and just looked and said, I can't read it, I can't read it. And he screwed up the sheik's bit. He screwed up the Sheik's whole bit. That yeah. was his whole way to show Kingston how he's a great champion. Yeah. And so he says to me when he pulls out his medal, can you read this? And I said, uh, I can read better than that other guy. you know." And then I got a good laugh from the back of the room because the back of the room thinks Wileshka's a douchebag right. too. They're right. like, yeah, he it's can read lie. better than that other dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So yeah, I was happy to get a laugh from the back of the room for hacking on Wileshka. Anyways, pick it up from from there.
2: What the- country, how much i have be, what year? All right. It says
0: Amateur Athlete Union of the United States of the United States, and it 100. says the the year, which is 1972. No. And no. no, no, no. And then on the back it says no, no, no. Greco-Roman wrestling, 183
2: and a half pounds. Right. 1971. Excellent, 1971, and I've been Munich Olympic 1972. If you guys remember. So anyway, that's that's it. Um, well, thank you for biggest medal I get in the world for wrestling, but I'm asking you, Mister Hogan, have that medal or no? No, of course not.
0: Of course not, I said. Of course not, right? Because that's his big thing. Because in in uh, I forget when he was, he won the championship off Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund <laughs> held the championship for almost uh, six it, years yeah, or something six, like
1: that? Yeah, six or maybe even eight. Yeah, it was a, a long a, time. A long
0: time. No one could beat Bob Backlund, eh? Yeah. Bob Backlund was a great champion. And then they wanted... So Iron Sheik beat him, put him in the camel clutch, made him humble. And then uh, he ended up lo- having to drop the title f- a few months later to Hulk Hogan because the company he was working for wanted to push this guy and to make him a big star. And without the Sheik being the big bad guy that he was, Hulk Hogan wouldn't have been the big hero that he was right you have to have the opposite of that in order to make a guy look like a big hero you have to have a big villain right so the sheik was saying for years and years this happened i don't know how long ago that was like back it's probably in the 80s '80s, early 80s right yeah yeah. so you're talking you know 30 something years ago
4: yeah
0: he was uh he still to this day wants everyone to know do you really think that Hulk Hogan could beat me in a fight? You know, like he still wants everyone to know. That was obviously pretend. Like there's no way in a million years Hulk Hogan could beat me in a fight because I'm a great champion, a wrestler, a real wrestler, a Greco-Roman, Hulk. the hardest sport yeah. in the history of the world. And this jabroni Hulk Hogan is just a big musclehead, Hollywood, blonde. He doesn't have any uh, any wrestling you uh, know, uh, resume or pedigree. They yeah. don't like the great... Sorry about spitting on your
1: He's just a
3: bodybuilder.
0: Bodybuilder. Yeah, he's no good. He's use... a pretty boy, huh?
3: Those shirts are all cut before he rips them off too. They're already cut.
0: Oh, yeah, they're pre-cut. You couldn't. He couldn't rip it with a nice, nice hem, with a nice seam,
1: <laughs> a nice thick hem.
0: He's not a seam splitter, right? The sheik could probably rip a shirt apart. you right because yeah, he's he a could. real man. So, anyways, that's what the sheik was trying to accomplish. He's. I've seen it in every interview. Of course, then I tell him what he wants to hear. Hulk oh, Hogan. Of course not. Of course he doesn't have that. Anyways, roll it, Hill. Thank you. Tim. Of course Thank you. not. Thank you. Tim. So I have a question. When you came over to the United States, you uh, helped coach in uh, Minnesota, right? Or well, absolutely right. And then you had, led you to be the coach of the uh, American Olympic
2: team that went to Munich, correct? What was your name? Peter. Mr. Peter. Yeah. You are very intelligent man, sir. <laughs> From Iran. <laughs> See how he goes He's that? His tires. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right.
0: So you said, "I got to the point there where I, he says to me." Uh, you're a very intelligent man I told him I said his resume Which you've heard a million times But now that I repeated it And then he was able to say Ah you've He's given me some credit Now I can see the Sheik Who's kind of look Staring daggers at me At the beginning Is now starting to relax In his chair So I, I think I got him Right where I want him You know Like <laughs> I think this is going Very well Anyways uh, Let's let's see where it goes
2: From New York I went to the Minnesota Who was the coach Olympic coach Mr. Alan Rice that was for college, university. Yes. And then professional uh, coach was Mr. Ghania, Urgania. I, 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 I left the Olympic Minnesota, I mean, Minnesota coach, Mr. Allen Rice. He bring me to Minnesota. My team was one of the best team. They called Minnesota Wrestling Club. Five years, I'm making a huge out right. Beyond that, when Pause you it there. to...
0: So like basically his point was, for those of you that are having trouble listening through the thick accent, was that <laughs> he basically he was in Minnesota, he went to Minnesota and he was coming from Iran, he was a great uh, champion and if you look back at the, the story and it kind of got enforced in the movie too, the Iron Sheik used to be uh, a bodyguard for the king of Iran and uh, the reason he got that job was because he was one of the greatest uh, wrestlers in the country and uh, because he was such a badass, you know, like he... They said you you should protect the king, right? And uh, Iron Sheik, he said there was a wrestler at the time that was really a, 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 an accomplished wrestler uh, who was like so popular amongst the people in Iran that uh, they f- they thought he was a, a threat to the ki- to the power, to the people that were in power at the time because the people loved him so much they felt if he wanted to like rally the people oh, to really? go against the people that were in power that he would carry that much power. So this person ended up dead. So that led Iron Sheik to leave the country and go to the United States. And he was brought over by this guy, um, Alan Rice uh, in Minnesota, uh, who helped, who had him help with their wrestling program, which he competed in at one point in time and then won the championship himself. And then went on to coach that team to five more AAU championships. A source of great pride wow. for the Iron Sheik because that's a great accomplishment. The Minnesota exactly. Wrestling Club went and, and got five of these championships. So again, Iron Sheik just really wants everyone to know, you know, even though I yell and scream and, I mean, and, and quite entertaining, I am, a, a you know, very accomplished athlete and need to be shown and, the respect. Of and someone. leader,
3: uh, you know, coaching is very different from, uh, competing. Yeah. You can coach that's a totally different skill. So he's. Yeah. yeah and then he ended really up being a,
0: a coach of the Olympic, the United States nice, Olympic yeah. team that, that, uh, did re- very Munich. well in Munich, Germany. Right. And
1: so. he, he really, uh, keyed in mm-hmm. on, uh, training was a big part of his, like he, he even still now talks about training and, like he still, they showed him like pumping iron still. It's crazy. Yeah. That's
0: like it. his, his ankle is so like when he came in the hotel room uh, and we were kind of still nervous about him cause we didn't know what kind of guy he was going to be like. Right. He comes in and he's kind of like, um, he's pushing the kind of Walker thing that he's got and his ankle kind of went like sideways, like 90 degrees yeah, to the was. side it and, nice it, and it didn't at. look good and he kind of was saying to his agent he's like uh hey look at my ankle and he's like i know she I you know, just take it easy and we'll, yeah. we'll get it, we'll get it looked at or whatever wow. and uh he's like yeah it's just done it again you know and he keeps going but his his knees and ankles are really are really in bad shape so um that's one of the reasons why he's doing this so he can get the surgeries the movie, and yeah. stuff like that yeah you know? yeah, yeah. Right. but it's it was quiet. uh but anyways it was a uh, pretty interesting pretty interesting to see that the guy um uh you know like how he was very humanized at that point in time you realize he was being very nice and then you it kind of set us at ease too to know that you know the sh- it's a show you know he's trying to yeah, bark yeah. and he's trying to get us all right. get everyone excited because it's what they like to hear but he's a that's just his profession is that he's a professional like loudmouth right. that yeah. gets he's a people. real showman yeah. like he's yeah a, yeah he's a pro he turns it on and turns it off very very well is what i what i mean anyways can you hit it Hill? uh when you started professional wrestling and vergania was your coach you
2: later on went to coach his son, correct? Accident. Train his son? No, no, Mr. Garnier was the head coach Turn and a Billy Robinson, Englishman, was the second man. And then we was start that camp. It was Rick Fuller, and then uh, Greg gania Mr. Garnier's son, Jumping Jim Borzeller, myself, and uh, Bob Brugger, he passed away. We were six, six men, strongmen, Camp Fichero. And in 1974 or 3, we started in the Mr. Ghania camp. So, uh, Mr. Ghania, my mother, his son, great Ghania, good friend of mine, I miss him. And he took me to Las Vegas. We had a great time that time. Also, he was my best man. Uh, And I like him. I have a lot of memory in Minnesota. I born in Iran, but I met in Minnesota to come uh, College Chaplain. And then after that, Mr. Alan Rice, Olympic coach, uh, take me to the office center, introduce me to Mr. Garnier, and I come from, uh, in the Minnesota, 1973, uh, after the Olympic game, 1972, Munich, Germany. Yeah, well, it's very very impressive, and
0: that's a thing that I think a lot of times people forget is how decorated you were as a young man, and how much of a true, like, athlete, uh, like, as a sport bar as a specimen in history, like, one of the
2: greatest wrestlers to ever uh, compete in the sport. I appreciate your opinion, sir, because you know, and Dan Gable know, I am the rest. Look through that, and, and uh, the man with black... black He's
0: well, trying to say uh, Brock Lesnar, black black but it sounds like black wrestler.
2: Black wrestler. Yeah, yeah, Black wrestler, Mr. Gania, <laughs> and Dan Gable, myself, you are the real, and this wrestler at that time. Right. And, and was the toughest sport in the Olympics.
3: All right, there. Toughest sport in the Olympics. Is
0: that yeah, toughest sport in the Olympics. So he was basically saying in that whole thing, to, to paraphrase what the Sheik was trying to say, is that, number one, he, I I made a mistake. I said that it, it uh, he trained Vern Gagne's son, Greg, <laughs> Greg, but he was just in the same camp as him. So Vern Gagne uh, trained him along with his son, and he was just uh-huh. in the same camp as, as uh, Greg Gagne, as well as Ric Flair and Jumping uh, Jim, Jim, Jim and yeah. uh, which I got that one in, so it made him look like... He you respected respected see him. It, yeah. yeah, you could even see him kind of like... Ease up a little bit because he's like, Oh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like, so, uh, this was all part of kind of making the bed, uh, for the next part. But, uh, I, I one part I wish I would have asked him is that what that Vegas trip with uh, Greg Gagne was like because I can imagine going to Vegas with the Iron Sheik was going to be a great time. Oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> like going to, going to Vegas with you was fun, Dave. Yeah. I can only imagine what <laughs> going to Vegas with the Iron Sheik is like. Yeah.
1: It might be all right.
0: <laughs> so, now I asked the Sheik for a favor, so let's just, uh, see what how where this goes. Can I ask you a favor, Sheik? Um, we have a guy that was supposed to be here today. He's our co-host of the show,
2: Dave Charters. He's a Polish fellow, big blockhead like Ivan Putsky. You know what? Remember Ivan Putski? Wow, I can't believe it. judge <laughs> <laughs> of Roni Ivan Putski, it was my turning partner. And in Minnesota, you get his break. He comes to the Minnesota, my coach, Mr. Daniel, push him, and he get a good break. And he was a uh, his gimmick was a big big uh, fat from Pollock with his uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, with his uh, food like McDonald yeah. or like sausages. Sounds like Polish a guy, like that. <laughs> yeah. You, that's the same guy. Exactly. Sounds, <laughs> like
0: exactly. exactly, exactly. So
2: Poski, like Poski uh, Polish Poski, good friend of mine, uh, uh, intelligent poor man. His gimmick was a uh, like that to be dumb for luck, but uh, he he was good. Uh, and But his son didn't make it to be like his father, uh-huh. uh, yes. And uh, good friends uh, traveled together. Later on, uh, he get a good diet, and from 350 pounds, he come, maybe 200? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want possibly his power, Polish power. <laughs> look, look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He uh, completely <laughs> changed, uh, and he's an intelligent, poor like man. <laughs> but he, and his son, Scott didn't make it, but possibly good friend of mine, my training partner. If you go into Poland, I men uh, training. Yeah, he was alright right. well, alright can you
0: pause it there you can see they're starting to get a like get rid of this guy like we're done yeah. you that's can see that yeah, the, hand, the, the the agent or whatever is on, just out of shot and he's he comes in and he's like okay enough or whatever you know get on with it I think Sheik was starting to babble too he's trying yeah, to keep he's him on trying top to keep and, his yeah. story I'm start. thinking it's great because that's what I do anyways it's yeah. like a couple of babbling idiots <laughs> just sitting down yeah, with each perfect. other as we'll see by the you next part you can see
3: you smiling in the video like it's, you're on top of the world but I love it I brought a
0: Polish Ivan Putzky just thinking of trying how to compare your huge head to like some Wrestler in history, and I'm like, Oh, I have Polish power, Ivan Putski, I remembered him, so I'm like, I'll bring it up. I had no idea Iron Sheik was buddies with him, like right? Good friends. Yeah. trading yeah. partner. Yeah. 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 So you see right away, he's like, Oh, like, oh my goodness, like he totally relaxed. And then his yeah. whole kind of demeanor at that point in time was like Polish Putski, Ivan <laughs> Power. Like, this isn't the Iron Sheik of the promos. This yeah. is just the the real guy just having yeah. a chat, you know. So yeah. I feel like at this point in time, I've got him I got him right where I want him, you yeah, know. You know really he's gonna definitely it. do it. But now I gotta fight with the clock with these guys who are coming in trying to get me to finish up. And I still have a couple more goals to get in my interview. <laughs> so I needed to, I need to kind of work at it. Yeah. So here's the next goal, Dave. I think you're going to be really pleased with it. On well, my friend, Dave, and just, just say, call like, say he's no Ivan Putski, that he's, he's, he's a, he's a dumb Pollock, not a, an intelligent Pollock, like the great Ivan Putzky, but that this jabroni, it doesn't even make the four hour drive to meet the Sheik because of a cub car rally for son. <laughs> <a, laughs> Dave.
2: He's Officer Pudski. He's Gibraltar. No? He, he he's looks Jabroni. like Ivan Pudski, but he's uh, Jabroni. He doesn't uh, yeah. have that class.
0: Uh, well, is he not here today? He didn't make the trip to see the sheep. Me and my my other co host, Mike Bodro, four hours to see you today. What is his name? Dave. Dave. Dave from where? Uh, Dave from Burford.
2: From Burford
0: Jabroni oh. Jabroni big oh, so yeah, if yeah. You can
2: say Dave from Burford Or even call him the rooster If you call him the rooster that's. Easy. Rooster Dave Burford yeah. Whatever your fucking name is <laughs> I want to let you know Everybody is here And you didn't make it I don't know for what reason You are young Intelligent man uh, Otherwise Don't be lazy And dumb Son of a bitch Go fuck yourself <laughs> <laughs> Well, you heard
0: it, Dave. Well, that... I,
1: I,
3: I take offense to that. She, what? I take offense to
0: that. Uh, he's obviously he obviously recognized important it. things on the go. The cup car rally.
3: Important things. The yeah. cup car rally. You said he said really lashed tall, out dude. there, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he was. He went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> I thought there. But once I said how we made the trip uh, four hours, he was like, "Oh, from where?" You know, like he wanted to yeah. know. Right? And then when he realized you didn't do it, he was like, "He, he, <laughs> tested, he, he was offended by your lack of commitment to the greatness of the Sheik. My,
3: hey. uh, I don't know. My opinion's changing of the Sheik. What? Very quickly. Oh, well,
0: you know what he's. It is. You know what I think he would tell you. He just did. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much about it, George. That's one of the yeah, greatest accomplishments that. of my life <laughs> to get the iron sheet to uh, to cuss you out. That was honestly one of the best things I've ever done in my whole life, and I really I really love that he did. I had no idea. And I had to keep a straight face too because I was trying to sell it like I was disgusted with you as well, and instead of like thinking that was the most awesome thing that ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm beat red if you look at the video, too. I'm beat red because I'm like, I don't know if I can even ask yeah. him to do this nonsense, right? I don't right? know how you kept
3: it together. You can see when he's telling me or telling you that, uh, like, something about imp- intelligent uh, Pollock or something. You're shaking your head. Yeah. Oh, no, not, you know, <laughs> not
1: this guy. Not No, he's got not intelligent all at all.
3: <laughs> That's Pusky. He's the intelligent Pollock. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what he asked him, eh? Hey, oh. Are
2: you
0: opposite Pusky? So I got, damn it. I got one mission, pump his tires, gain his trust, check, right? Yeah. Um, second one, hack on Dave, check. <laughs> Let's move on. Hitting the goals. <laughs> that's what. That's why we have the greatness of the I.C. on the show because call. people like Dave chargers in his place.
2: And uh, sheik I can't even thank you. The chef, your gentleman got pressure, and you have a good time, uh, and tell uh, that Jabroni, to get a, don't get a small, come back. Do you pause? Right? Well, honestly, yeah. What do you say there?
0: <laughs> so. If you don't, uh, this one we had to watch 10 times yeah. we had to watch 10 times to find out what he said so i thanked him and then you can see he's happy you can see he's having a good time and then uh he shakes my hand and he goes so tell and tell that jabroni your friend meaning you yeah charters obviously uh <laughs> to go and get himself a small scumbag is what he meant <laughs> which if you're a 72 year old you know what that is <laughs> no if you're a 72 year old school. if you're a 72 year old man this makes more sense right but uh he said, uh, "Basically, a scumbag is a condom, Dave. A condom. <laughs> so if you wanted oh, to well. get a small scumbag, it would mean that you don't have a need for a large one, which yeah. is basically one of the. If you follow Sheik on Twitter, and it really, if you don't follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter, I think got to, you got a you're missing out because yeah. he's the he's the Mark Twain of uh it is great of Taylor Swift titty jokes. You know, <laughs> he's the best. And what he likes to throw in is a uh, raisin raisin dick, and he likes to throw in." Um, uh, um, Raising dicks a big one for for people like yourself, you know, <laughs> he would throw that in. I think the scumbag, <laughs> that's the that's small scumbag comment was referring to your genital He's size. I got a small
3: uh, penis. Small yeah. penis size. Yeah. Not only are yeah,
0: but he called you he called you intelligent, which was a compliment.
4: You, you, you only listen to you the, you negatives,
0: you the you... negatives, eh? You only listen to the negatives. Yeah, you yeah missed uh, the com- I, I disagreed. You have a problem. You should have a problem with me. Not Heard, the chic. hurt my feelings a little bit. Ollie told you.
3: I'm gonna tweet him after this show. Well, you should let him know what, exactly what to, I think of him. This is Dave stores. from Burford Yeah, whatever. Dave the rooster from She <laughs> He'll remember, I guess. I don't think so.
0: Anyways, let's let's keep it rolling. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah no problem. I'll I'll plug the movie. We are here to see the Sheik's documentary, which is uh, the Sheik. It's it's a great documentary. Can't wait for look forward to seeing it. If you could all go ahead and support it, it would really help out. I don't think you're gonna be disappointed. It's, it it chronicles the great career of a great professional athlete. The Iron Sheik, and thank you very much for being my guest and Life from the Dutch Hall. All right, can you pause if, it then? Uh, if you don't mind, could you just say? So that was it. I, I they told me and this was another thing. They the other t- the other uh, groups that went up. Bill Alischa's group was asked to promote the movie, right? The other guy uh, wasn't. Was Rick yeah. Flair. The person, no Rick no, Flair or asked. the other podcast weren't asked. No. But after this interview had gone fairly well, everyone was kind of like in, enjoying it. The um, they the filmmakers came out and made sure that we we plug the movie because we came across more like credible. Oh yeah, like believe it or not, after all that nonsense, yeah, we no actually deal. came across like we knew what we were doing. <laughs> so um, they wanted to make sure we plugged the movie because they thought we might have an audience. Yeah, silly them, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we tricked. Yeah, really- more than
3: 145 like Walischa. I guarantee you that. Yeah, Walischa. Yeah. Walishka.
0: Well, anyways, we're growing strong too, and with the Iron Sheik now, I think it's just gonna go like gangbusters. Yeah. So there's only one last mission to do. And that is going to be to get Iron Sheik to support the Dutch Hall. And you heard at the beginning of the program where we had the Iron Sheik lead off with a great promo for our program. I, I think, you know, it's an endorsement that's really going to take us to great heights as a show. But it doesn't come without problems. Just like the opening of this show <laughs> yeah. didn't come without problems. <laughs> the, uh, the the promo for live from the Dutch Hall coming from the Iron Sheik did not come without a few takes. So let's just play the, the few takes that we had from the Iron Sheik.
2: This is the Iron Sheikh, and you're listening to live from the Dutch Hall. This is the Iron Sheikh, you listen from um, Dutch. Uh, <laughs> you listen to the Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall. This is the Iron Sheikh, you're listening to Dutch Hot. Whatever the- <laughs> <laughs> Dutch Hall, yeah. Hall, like you know, like a hallway? Yeah, yeah. yeah like Dutch Hall. City. hall. Dutch Hall, hall. like that. Dutch
0: Hall. This is the Iron Sheikh, sheik. you're listening to the
2: Dutch <laughs> Hall. I'm the Iron Sheik, you're listening to the Dutch Hall. Oh.
4: Alright. Yeah.
0: Right. <laughs> so we nailed it. We nailed it all the the we got all our goals out of the way then at that point in time, even though I did a crappy movie uh, promo because I wasn't even thinking about the movie at all. But uh we, we nailed it. We nailed all, all goals. Yeah. And uh, what I like about that with the Iron Sheik is that you really know how much of a pro he was. He didn't like He didn't slough it off. He didn't, like, try to, like, get out of it. Like, he did it one time. That's good enough. You just take it. He wanted to get it right. He made me repeat it to him, like, five or six times. And then he wanted me to repeat the whole skit. Like, the whole, like, the whole, like, bit to him. Like... I am the Iron Sheik, and you listen to the Dutch yeah. all you want. he
1: really to listened to you. Like, yeah. you could see him leaning in, like, he really wanted yeah, yeah. to listen yeah, to you. Cool. I
0: felt like at that point in time, it was, like, kind of a, like, uh, like it was nice. It was a little private moment, it you know, that mutual. we got. It yeah. was cool. It, and so, and the fact that he was such a nice guy like, to be able to do that for me, because he doesn't have to at all. Yeah. And I've already kind of like milked it. Well, I was supposed to be done three or four minutes oh, ago yeah. now, and I'm just trying to keep it going oh, as long yeah, as possible. Way more than three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at yeah, I'm at eight or something got, yeah, right yeah, now. Almost, almost nine, you know. So that was it. I was I felt like it accomplished my goals, and then then this came out as the icing on the cake, and it's the ending of the Iron Sheik interview.
2: Take your sip. Now you get a beer. I have a good night, everybody. Beer. In the Kingstown Ontario, and all my movie friends. Coast to coast America and all over round the world. God bless you guys and have a good day. All right, cheers.
0: we got one last. The real gentleman. That's nice. And that's it. That's the Iron Sheik interview. So uh, we all nailed time. it. We did it live from the Dutch Hall.
3: Before we move on. Right. <laughs> there's something I want to share with you. Yeah. And with Mike. Okay. And with that goddamn Iron Sheik.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like to see it.
3: Aggressive. Mike.
1: Oh. Can you read, got that? read that? Another <laughs> medal. <laughs> Can you read that for me? I'll tell you what. I got better eyes than that fucking Bill Wilichka, let me tell you. This says on this glorious medal, 8th place, lightweight, Brant area, Cub Car Race, 2015. And it's got a lovely picture of a car with flames and a checkered flag. Does it have Dave's weight on it?
3: Does it have
0: Dave's weight on it? Why don't you hold that up for the
3: camera?
1: Cameras. Oh, that's beautiful. Let me ask you a question,
3: Mike. Does the Iron Sheik have that medal?
0: (laughs) He certainly does not. Thank you. No, it doesn't, because he doesn't just put a piece of wood that rolls down a hill. (laughs) He actually trains and compels. All right. All right. (laughs) So we got one last thing we can do here today. And now uh, we're running out of time on the show. So we're going to end up with one last bit. And uh, this last bit was from our Q&A. So what happened was after the interview, um, just to set it up, what happened, we finished there. Mike and I are riding... Well, pretty low Im- immediately because we realized that all of our audio was gone, and that we just had to try to save what we could from an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Even this video we showed is not the good one; it's the it's the original. Um, but the um, then we were then we went out and we were trying to save the audio. So we knew we had to get a hotel room. Well, you can't get a hotel room without beer, and then or booze of some sort. So now we have a hotel room and booze, and we're trying to fix trying to save the audio as best we can to see if we can get anything of what we lost. Actually, I went up to the agent for the Iron Sheik and I said, like, I lost everything, man. I feel terrible. Can I get him again? And he said to me, uh, sorry, we had, a, we had a pretty full day. So maybe at the end, if he's uh, feeling up to it, we can get you back in with him. But one time, I, he goes, one time we had Justin Bieber and we had him and we asked him a whole bunch of questions that were not the canned, like, you know, typical media questions that everybody asked him. They were like real questions about, the, you know, that we had never heard him answer before. And it was great. We were so pumped about it. And we looked and we lost. We didn't have any of it recorded. We lost the whole thing. We had no chance to get it back. It's just one of those things you just got to learn from, he says to me. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. I appreciate it. But, you know, sucks balls. Right. So we went from that. But then afterwards, we went to the hotel. We got it figured out. We figured ah, we could save it somehow. We can salvage something out of it. And so we're feeling pretty good about ourselves. eh? Yeah,
1: we had something.
0: So and we went to a went to a nice uh, uh, restaurant bar in yeah. the town. Do you yeah. remember the name of it? The Pilot House. The, the Pilot, Pilot House. House it was great. It was like an old like like uh, watering hole for the town of Kingston. And then we went uh, we went there. We had some lunch and a couple of drinks and then we went uh, for a little walk around the city because cool. we hadn't seen the city of Kingston. Right. And it was great. The great uh, great city we uh, and so we, Mike's a ho- big hockey fan and yep. the Kingston Frontenacs play there and and uh so the arena was just a short walk so we said let's go check out the arena for the Kingston Frontenacs. <laughs> it's on one tragically hip way because yep. tragic hips from Kingston you know like uh Don Cherry's from Kingston Dan Aykroyd's from just outside of Kingston like the big a lot of big uh stars out of Kingston Dougie Gilmore, Kirk Doug Mahler. Gilmore, Doug Kirk Muller yeah big big guys Gibbies. out of Kingston the kosher pork chop
1: kosher pork chop what right a
0: The guys set it up. Uh, the show, so we we went to the arena. We went walked in. This is also happens to be where the radio station is, where the sheik was doing his interview. And so Mike and I go up to the uh, the main office. We walk in. Both of us, you know, probably not. Yeah, you know, we're probably a little bit on our way, not far, but we're you know not bad. we look like probably a bunch of beggars coming off the street that are trying to get in there. To we asked them, can we go for a tour of the arena? We're just from out of town. We like to have a tour of the arena. They said, sorry, it's a event day and we don't allow visitors, so no. So Mick and I just go walk around the outside of the building and we can see through the radio station. We see the Sheik's in there. And so he's coming out. So we hold the door open for the Sheik so we can get into his car. Nice. And then we go <laughs> into the arena. Gentlemen, And then the people in the arena say, uh, who are you guys with? And we say, we're with the Iron Sheik. And they said, oh yeah, I remember you guys going in, right? So then we <laughs> we went into the hockey arena and did our tour. And then we actually watched a bit of a Bantam game. A nice game, Bantam eh? game. Yep. Nice Bantam Took house league game.
1: Nice. Yeah, I'd say it was about
0: House. <laughs> yeah, we thought it was like AAA, but then we realized they couldn't skate or shoot or do <laughs> we anything. Saw warm-ups and that <laughs> yeah. changed quickly. Yeah, nice uniforms like, though. Yeah, they look nice. But anyway, so we did we ended up scamming our way in saying we were part of the Iron Sheik's posse and then uh we uh, uh ran into then then eventually we ran into the our listeners that set it up for us and we had my another guy came to visit us from town. My cousin came to visit us from that lives up in Kingston. Yeah. So we had everyone in. We watched the movie, and the movie was a bunch of wrestling fans, like hardcore wrestling. Like the people that showed up to watch the movie were looked like they were, were kind of like they were showing up to watch a wrestling event. They weren't there to watch a film.
3: A lot of sweatpants.
1: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. A lot of a lot of and t-shirts. Uh, very uh, very rambunctious crowd, especially considering some of the material in the movie is very serious. Like, yeah. and um, we're not going to get a chance to get into the interview. I did an interview with the. Um, executive producer of the movie but we're not gonna get a chance to get into it due to time today but what we did do was uh uh well i stressed the point to him that like you had all these wrestling fans that were just out there just like uh cursing and like going on like crazy about like uh just uh everything the guy said they would just hoot and holler and they were they were heckling everyone they hated Willishka. he oh, was yeah. actually <laughs> he was actually hosting the event and um he went up to the front and I was one of them too actually when Williska went up and he started talking on the microphone I'm like ah oh, he's ruining everything
4: <laughs> yeah a lot he's of sucked, booze
0: he's it. sucking the fun out of this that right that anyways uh, so they started out before they showed the movie they started out with a Q&A and I just wanted to go in I'm going to play a bit of the, uh, some clips from the Q&A and you guys have to tell me uh, what you think the Sheik would say so this is our, our little game to end the show about the the Iron Sheik so the first question came up about Bill Willisga <laughs> and it's from uh W S Daily is what it's called. Okay. What his show's called W S Daily, and they and this is the, the question was. I see if I can get the question in here. We'll see.
2: Not school teacher. Can I repeat one more <laughs> time again, please? If you could still wrestle today, do you think you could take
3: Bill of the W S Daily?
2: What do you mean? What does that mean? Could you wrestle Bill? <laughs>
0: Could he wrestle Bill Wilischka of the W.S. Daily? <laughs>
1: Bill Wilischka interviewed him that morning. He doesn't remember him at all because he's such a dickhead. <laughs> so what do you think the Sheik would have said, Dave? What do you think I, the Sheik would say?
3: I think he'd probably say he's going to make him humble. That's what I think. Make him humble? Make Let's, him see. humble. Let's
2: see. I can the fuck all close. That's
4: close. Yeah, um, yeah,
5: nice, it's, nice yeah. I actually have a serious one. Uh, on the, in the movie we saw you training um, and what looked like MMA. Have you thought of opening your own pro wrestling school? And do you think you would do it in Canada or would you do it home in, at home in Atlanta?
0: Get- okay, so he's at actually. That's we're gonna play this because the, the his uh, agent goes into an uh, answer about this. But the question is basically, right. if you he couldn't hear that well, it's like uh, if you if you could, would you uh, train uh, MMA? Because uh, you, uh, we saw you in the video training, and would anyone be, inter- would you be interested in training people for MMA? You
5: said that because uh, we have a, a bunch of UFC guys that are con- constantly reached out to give him, ask for his advice, and ask for his, you know, his blessings. There's one guy actually right now that was going to come on the road with us. Uh, his name is Al Quinta. Does anyone know Al Quinta? You know Ali. So Quinta, he's, on, he's, he's kind of making his way up. Quinta, was, uh, he was there
1: side of the room than you know, oh, I was
5: he? Yeah. after his last UFC match he's saying I wish I could put that guy in the camel clutch fuck his ass to make him humble <laughs> and this on UFC television all for the respect of the Sheik so you know indirectly um, you know his philosophy his you know background his discipline um, his attitude towards you know taking you know the craft of combat seriously you can see as Sheik has worked his life um, some guys are actually like using that. You know, they're like this. Guy, I know, I, I know this story, and this is what I need to do as well to be successful because he is he has he has succeeded. You know, in every athletic you know department growing up. So yeah. uh, I mentioned for him that there's an indirect inspiration from uh, the UFC and the, the, the MMA community. And uh, Sheikh, if someone wanted to train, you wanted to train someone, could you do it?
0: So, if you wanted to train someone, would you do it as a question at the end of all that? But the um, but he was basically saying the UFC guys admire him because they appreciate the fact that this guy was a an elite athlete, one of the guys that knows the techniques uh, right. to the sure. end level. Like all of this guy's energy went into uh, combat. Like it went into. Uh, fighting and stuff like that. So the guy when when you spend that much time thinking about something the intricacies of it like yeah. I don't care if his knees and ankles don't work. This mm-hmm. guy still knows if a guy's going to come at you like this, this is what you do to get him down or whatever like that. Like these guys are wealth of knowledge. So the the young guys can that understand the respect of what it takes to succeed in that sport in the UFC. They really do look up to the Sheik. I'm also, sure. they like the whole gimmick of uh, how he trash talks people yeah, sure, with, uh, yeah. horribly. Yeah. Right? Anyway, so what do you think he said? What do you, th- you think Sheik would train MMA?
3: I think he probably would, yeah. There's, uh, yeah, the guys were into it. All right, let's find out.
2: If, if I had the time, I'd like to share my experience to the all young generation of the America. But my health was not good, but I didn't ask for us to ask me. Well, if, I, if I'm really sometimes good mood, and knee is okay, ankle is okay, I'd like to go in to Georgia, some school, to share my Olympic experience today them, because I am the first Iranian, and I come to the America. I get my AAU gold medal, University of Minnesota, and I made it to be WWE, Hall of Fame, and also NWA, i an Olympic champion, Munich, Germany. I don't have to say it again. Can you let me know can you tell me that Javroni, of Hogan, he had that background? Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, he likes to go on about Hulk Hogan, eh? He likes to go on about Hulk Hogan because he still doesn't understand how that guy could have, like, beat him in the ring, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, basically, he said, in, yeah, if he was feeling up to it, if he was in a good mood, yeah. he and uh, his ankles and knees were good, then he That's would always. do it. Of course he would. Why wouldn't he? Anyways, this next question is about women in the MMA. And let's see. Oh. Women
2: in the MMA?
0: Yeah, he, so someone asked, I think it was quiet and I cut it out, but someone asked about the Sheik if what he thought about women in the MMA. So before I get into his answer I have to set it up say Sheik is a Shiite Muslim right he's a Shiite Muslim right traditional man very very uh, uh like he's a family man you'd expect a guy like that who's lived a long life been addicted to drugs been on the road all that time been like a a, a partier and a, you know a kind of a free spirit of some of sorts that he would be going through wife after wife after wife, you know, on his third or fourth marriage, but he's married to his original wife. Mm -hmm. He's very dedicated to his wife because he's a a dedicated Shiite Muslim. You might be able to relate to that, being a staunch Catholic, you know, like he's very dedicated to his religion. And uh, he uh, has had three three daughters and, you know, family man and all the rest of it. So, here he is, but you have to understand the Shiite Muslims are not known for a lot, you know, for being very supportive of uh, of women's uh, pursuits, Equal you know, and and, and, and and if you're going to be stereotypical about it, you know, like, uh, so what would you think the Sheik would say when someone asked him what he thinks of women in the MMA? I kind of set you up on
3: that one, but. Well, I think just, you know, he probably learned to be pretty liberal throughout his life as a wrestler and partying and stuff, like you said, so. I think he'd probably have an open mind at this Uh-oh. point.
0: You're giving him credit even after he trashed you.
3: Yep. All right. Let's see, what it, see if you're right.
2: <laughs> well, uh, they have a right to be there. Learn, self-defense, be in good shape. But all the country, Muslim-related, women didn't go in the team, no for God, with each other. But I uh, canada America, the greatest country in the world, to then let the woman have that chance, go to running, work hard, get the shape, and nothing wrong with that.
0: Yeah! You like shut out, eh? So basically, you were right. He has three daughters too, and actually, it came out in the movie that uh, he was on the road quite a bit. But he was a very dedicated family man. When he came home, because he was so uh, like most of what his dedication was in his life was to training, training, training. When he came home to spend time with his daughters. He would just train them, you know, so like they were like, Oh, dad's home. We are going to get, we're going to get worked to death, you know, yeah. like just training and training, right? So, but the sheik's just like, No, it's good to be healthy. It's good to be fit. It's good to be like, you That's know, push you do. yourself to your limits yeah. of what your abilities are. And so he was really, he was really strict with his kids to do that training. So to him, the fact that they were women or whatever, it never was a, an issue to him. I don't think that, uh, um, I think it it was ridiculous to for for him to be asked that question. And
1: his daughters are uh, not too hard to look at. Any anyway. oh really? Very nice looking. There's
3: another yeah. Google search for us.
0: Yeah, you know what else I don't like about Bill Walishka? I'll tell you right now. Just I don't as a sidetrack, <laughs> but but Walishka. I watched his program. Uh, the the bit he did with the chic. I was comparing it to what I was gonna do or whatever. And one of the things he did was he showed clips from the movie. But what he did was out of nowhere they put a clip of a picture of his daughter that was that was murdered. Oh no. And uh, put daughter murdered and at 27 or whatever and they put that up in the clip of to made promote that the movie. A they made that in part of the news clip. Now I just mentioned it on my show too so I'm a bit of a hypocrite to say it, but I remember sitting in the movie and when that part came up and oh. they said we're going to have to talk about what happened to your daughter, the Sheikh says, "Do I have to?" Right because he says it doesn't he doesn't like to bring it up yeah. it's the greatest uh, tragedy of his life like it was horrible all these rowdy wrestling fans that were in the room were uh silenced. you could hear a pin drop like it was so quiet you know and uh, the sheik sitting up there in the front of the room you see how heartbroken he is in the movie about it, and you got to sit there and look at the guy having to relive that in the movie all the time i just felt awful to be a mm-hmm. part of it you know and to be, like to, to watch that it was really raw you and know we watched
1: and, it with him in the room like yeah, I remember myself tough. looking over to see how he would react to, like he's watching yeah. his life. Like it was, it was, and emotional. it was tough
0: too. That that movie when he showed it, like you expect it to be a lot of fun and games, wrestling and you know, like whatever. It was like the, he showed his wife complaining to him, like really, like his <laughs> wife's getting him, give him a hard time, like with the fact, like does she let that go on the air? Like you know, oh, I, yeah. my wife gives me a hard time like that, yeah, but we don't, really we herself. don't record it. You yeah, know, we don't right. like make it out there anyways, she was uh, she, she let it go. So anyways, we have one last clip here to end the show. cheeseburgers like that. Uh, one last clip that. to end the show. Chief, uh, so this one here, I'll let the question play out, and this is the last one to end the show, Dave. This is going to see if you can nail it. You've done pretty good with this game. Yeah, thanks. You've done pretty good with it. You've, you know the Sheikh pretty well. Let's see what he says about Justin Bieber.
3: Um, today you tweeted that you're going to be at the roast of Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> what are you planning to say to him, and will you put him in the camel clutch?
0: All right, there's a question. What are you planning? He's going to be at the uh, the roast of Justin Bieber, which is the next Comedy Central roast that that's coming out. And uh so The sheik's going to be there. What is he going to say to him and uh, is he going to put him in the camel clutch?
3: I think he's going to say something like Justin Bieber that raisin ball Jabroni, I'm going to put him in the camel clutch and fuck his ass and make him humble. Great
2: that's guess. what you think? That's great think.
0: guess. That is a good guess, but let's see. I think I think you'll be surprised. <laughs>
2: First of all, I have a lot of respect for that Jabroni just a minute.
0: Wow. Yeah, real surprise. A real that surprise.
2: Him, he did great. But Adams Sons, that Jabroni punch. he put a tattoo in his arm. And he wants to be Mr. man, And he wants to be changed. The star. That he is the last uh, respect. And his jabroni, I think I hit him to, I suprex
0: him, I stretch his back a little
2: bit, make him humble. Give yeah. 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 me You're pretty right. You're pretty right. <laughs> stretch his back a little bit. Yeah,
0: make him on. humble, yeah. But he did say he respected Justin Bieber. It's just he doesn't like his tattoos. He feels that the tattoos was him, him trying to make himself seem tough, yeah. and he felt that, that was... the. Uh, He's a, you're not tough. You know, I'm going to stretch your back and make you humble. But, you know, I was surprised you respected him for at least being. <laughs> yeah, that's something. Uh, making a good career for himself.
3: What I said, I think, was a quote from Twitter from the Irish Sheik. About Bieber? Yeah, about Bieber. Oh, Pretty really? close, yeah. I think
0: I've read that about a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> that was another funny thing in the movie was it came out. was that, the, you know, wonder how he does his tweets. And it's like, there's a, literally, there aren't. There's someone driving, the Iron Sheik's in the passenger side, and another guy's in the back seat just yeah. listening to yeah. him on his phone and tweeting out, like, all the ridiculous stuff that yeah. comes out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, there's
1: two twins that are uh, kind of like his handlers, and oh, hey, yeah. that's, they just sit there and listen to what he says. Like, it is him saying that. Yeah,
0: they're like a, fr- uh, a good family friend's Friend, kids, yes, you know, really the guy mean. he grew up with, his kids. And uh, they're the ones doing all this stuff for the movie. So I'm sorry I didn't get to the interview with, uh, with uh, uh, Mike... Uh, Gurgis, yeah. Mike Gurgis, the executive producer of the show. Maybe I'll find a way to put that out online another way so you guys can hear the interview. But uh, uh, I do appreciate uh, the abil- the opportunity that was given to us by the great people of Kingston, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> Thank you very much for inviting me up there. We had a great time at Life from the time. Dutch Hall. If you're out Kingston. there in another community, we're looking at booking 10 more shows for the year. We're working on one in Orangeville right now. But we also have uh, have like nine more spots to work out. So if you're looking at live from the Dutch Hall to come to your town, just reach out to me at, live from the Dutch Hall at Gmail.com, or you can um, always go on Eventful and request and request me to come to your town. Eventful.com, request Pete Van Dyke, and that's how I'm in there, Pete Van Dyke, and then that you can request that I come to your town. Otherwise, if you just have an idea, there's lots of ways to get get to, in touch with me. There's YouTube, there's iTunes, there's there's Gmail. There's my website, there's text, there's Facebook and Twitter. There's a whole bunch of ways you can reach out to us and give us your feedback. Let us know what you think, how we can make the show better. I got to thank my guest tonight, the Iron Sheik. It was a great pleasure to meet you. We had such a great time, and uh, I thought you were a true gentleman and a real professional. And I look forward to hopefully running into you again. Now I can proudly say I have an Iron Sheik story to add to the pile of everyone else that's met the man. So... Thanks for coming in, boys. Thanks for coming on the trip, Happy Mike. To be here.
1: Hey, I love. Thanks okay, for running be my board. To Thanks time. to Rainy
0: Media. Thanks to Try Tide tonight. Thanks to uh, VG Meats and Amazon. Take care of each other and be good. And hit the theme song, boys.